Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. Like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about and we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't got to fuck with me. I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they on that. They literally get right here. All right, y'all, I am here. My apologies again because I told you on the last show Dionysus, which is uh, my Uncle Dennis, had passed away. And um, after a bout with cancer, he got well, and he passed rather suddenly because you all know I was just in Pittsburgh not even a month ago. So that he, we actually buried him last week in Pittsburgh. And... Um, a lot of things, just a lot of emotions. I, I always learn a lot when I'm around my ancestors and my, you know, my family. And, uh, you know, we honored him the best way we could. I spoke his funeral, of course, being named after him. And um, so I, I came home from that situation just very grateful um, that I'm learning and that I'm more understanding of certain people in the way that they mourn and the way that they grieve. And my, you know, I got to meet, you know, my little cousin soon to be husband and just literally you're talking about a, a mile and a half long procession, you know, to, to, you know, extra long Cadillac. I mean, he was laid out in style the way he should have been. Um, I got to spend time with my Aunt Joyce, my Uncle Scotty, my Uncle Michael, all the men need everybody. So, um, today is actually my grandmother's birthday, which is uh, my grandma, Audrey May. And uh, today also marks the two-year anniversary of, or not two-year, the one-year anniversary of my, in, you know, arrest for a shooting incident that literally was an accident, not, what you know, what was printed. So the show is called Happy Maybone, and it's technically a Celtic, you know, it started as, you know, Celtic origins, but it's a harvest festival, the second of three that encourages people to reap what they sow, both literally and figuratively. And it is a time when the night and day stand equal in duration, which is why I call it equilibrium. Thus, it is time to express gratitude, complete projects, and honor a statement of balance. However, a moment of balance. However, it is also a time where if you see things are not growing, you know, it is customary in some crops to just literally burn them down and then cut them. So I've been doing a lot of cutting lately, cutting people off, cutting things off, starting things, and um, just getting things together. And it just, 
it's coming to a place where I started realizing that someone that was close to me was functioning in malintent. And with malintent, I mean, it wasn't the way that they grieve or the way that they behave or, or any of that. It was just like um, the vibe of you think I'm fucking stupid. It was the vibe of you think I don't know. It was the vibe of you trying to be slick. It was the vibe of you're doing stuff. Now, see, a lot of people don't realize you got to do what you got to do 99% of the time because you didn't do what the fuck you were supposed to do. And so this upsets me because I'm such a planner. I am responsible, you know, and death especially brings about responsibility, which is why lately you'll see me if you're following me on Instagram at miss.d.scott. I've been hashtagging death positive, meaning that we need to have these conversations about when it's your time to go because that's one thing that we know is very certain. And what you don't want to do is be running around looking for paperwork and trying to figure out where insurance policies are and so on and so forth. So I also went to a funeral uh, the month prior. Okay, so I've been in two funerals in 30 days. And one of the reasons that I didn't bring this particular person with me to my family's funeral is because they would have sniffed out all these inadequacies that I started seeing. And it's crazy because prior to this incident, this person was literal, like almost perfection to me, like the person could do no wrong. And then when I saw the way he treated family, the way he treated people, the way he treated me during that time, you know, things that were going on, that's not greed. That's just you being a motherfucking asshole. And you are this way, and I'm not. And so it it started weighing down on me to the point where I just didn't even want to be cool. I didn't want to have any communication. I would dread, and I'm going to say this, I would dread having phone conversations because I'm trying not to cuss you the fuck out, okay? And now I realize this was all part of my bond. See, I didn't, I didn't sew into a you know, any relationship or a relationship where it's one-sided. I didn't sew into a friendship that was one-sided. I sewed into something that was going to be a little bit more eternal. And um, all I kept getting is competition and, you know, just, just different things. And I'm like, this is, I'm not reaping what I sowed. I deserve more than this. I deserve better than this. And I don't even want to be friends. Like, we, I don't need to talk to you. And, you know, of course, I, you know, oh, I hope you die and all that other shit because that's what I do. Mm. But when I say that, I really mean it because if your purpose on this earth is to do X, Y, and Z, and you're not walking in your purpose, not even close to it, because you don't know what it is because you're so busy on the Internet looking at this and looking at people that don't give a fuck about you or looking at people's pages that can't fucking help you and you should have been paying attention to your elderly parents or you should have been paying attention to your bank account or you should have been, you know, having some sort of thought about what was going to happen in your family when things go bad, you know, if you don't have that basic common respect for life, then I feel like in death you would do me dirty or or you're not the person that I need around me because you're not. And it's one thing to not be a planner. I get that. But just blatant disrespect. And 
I, you know, I tell people all the time in any relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a partner, you know, loving relationship, I start everybody at 100. I'm not the girl that gets her feelings hurt and, then, you know, takes it out on all men or, you know, my friend betrayed me, so I think all friends betray me. No, I'm the girl that really gives people a chance. And it's funny because I had to grow up the other day and I said to this person, I said, you know what, I accept my karma for whatever it is. I said, and I'm thankful for this moment. I said, but at the end of the day, like you're just a trash person and you have to go. And I wouldn't have known this person was a trash person had death not came so swiftly and I had to witness firsthand what type of fool this person was. And so for all the love in the world, the love, the lemons and everything else, it's just I can't unsee what I saw, you know. And um, not to, you know, really get into it, but if that person is listening, I want you to know I don't give a fuck, and I meant exactly what the fuck I said, okay? I can deal with somebody that ain't shit, but they still looking out for their family. Like, I'm just a generous person, and I started to be feeling like I was being used, like just what I do is becoming ceremonious. You know, oh, she can come here. Oh, she could do this. Oh, she could do that. She'll take, you know, she'll take care of that. She'll say, no, bitch, I am a girl, okay? And there's a lot of stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. You know, I got out of character a little bit because when people are sick or when people are going through things, you know, my first instinct is let me help them. You know, let me, you know, see what I can do or, you know, try to make your 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 pain or whatever a little better. And I realized that, you know, not the same thing. You're not, you're not sowing into me, so you're not going to reap anything. And I'm like, why would I? You have to start looking at all relationships as if I'm putting this into it, and it is about reciprocity in any relationship, whether it's friendship, your hairdresser, any of that. I just had a girl finish making me a, a crystal crown, like some real motherfucking crystals on a crown. And, um, you know, it's reciprocity. You know, I pay her for a service. She brings me a beautiful piece. You know, her husband is, is my photographer. I pay him for a service. He, he gives me a beautiful piece, okay? You have to, you know, I, I'm so sick of people sitting up there, you know, and, and, and it's a Drake quote, niggas with no money act like money isn't everything, but it is because it's what I used to pay my bills. It's, it's what I get up and go to work for so that later on I don't have to work. And so here I am thinking that, you know, just because a person is doing okay in life, like, you have to give credit where credit is due. You know, my son will be spoiled. My son will get a car handed to him. He will likely get a five-bedroom house handed to him. He will have everything handed to him. But guess what? My son would never just sit there and not say that it was handed to him. He'd be like, oh, yeah, my mom hooked me up. You know, so, you know, when you see people and their ugliness, you know, you have to let them go because you know that at some point they're going to do it to you. Now, on the flip side, somebody, you know, because it's cuffing season, so all these cats is coming out the woodwork. And so one of mine showed up at my job, one of my people from, like, 2011, finding a motherfucker. And I was shocked because I'm like, oh, shit, like, you know, what's going on? And I was trying to tell my friend this, my people this, and he's like, oh, you know, well, I'm surprised my exes haven't popped up. And I'm like, why the fuck would your exes want to talk to you? I said, you did every single one of them dirty. You cheated on every bitch you ever had. Why would any of your exes want to talk to you? You sound crazy as hell. And, and, I, and I know that sounds venomous, but, like, my friends don't lie to me. My friends tell me the motherfucking truth. 
Like, they'd be like, bitch, you look crazy, or bitch, you gained weight, or, like, you know, you that was some whole shit you did, or, you know, whatever. Mm, you know, another thing I don't like, I don't like bitch-made dudes. And, I, and listen, I will say this live on air right now. I ain't really ever had one. I Listen, I am very, very proud of myself that I can literally say across the board any dude and, and, and that I was serious about, the six or seven, because that's it, none of them was punks. With, with the exception of the one, uh, none of them, listen, they would have punched somebody's face inside out for me, okay? They would have made sure I was okay. I could take them on tour with me, and they would be like, oh, okay, you know, stand back, bro, you're a little bit too close. If I can't feel safe, and you know I'm Petey Pop-Off anyway with the mouth. I've gotten a lot better over the years, but I need to be protected too. I'm a woman, so this particular gentleman that came, that's what he does for a living. He protects people. So... You know, we always had a good time. We always hung out. It was just a little, you know, off balance to see him there. And so I have this thing now where I look at people like we're all gods, right? And so if I had to look at this particular person that showed up on my job, I would have to say this is a man that beyond a shadow of a doubt I've never had to worry about whether I was protected or whether he was going to let somebody talk to me crazy or whether he was going to. And that's why if you notice, a lot of the men that I even just date are not on my Instagram, they're not on my social media because Negroes get beside themselves and say shit to me sometimes or I'll, you know, be in a public forum or something and I don't want my significant other to feel like he has to defend me and I'm, you know, I'm I'm okay to defend myself, but it but it is needed sometimes. So, you know, it was nice to see the person, but it's just kind of like, you know, I'm trying to tell my partner about this and, you know, you want to have a competition. Well, fuck, you can't compete with me. The bras that you fucking deal with, half of them ain't shit, you ain't shit, we're not the same, and the dudes that I deal with throw you under a table, okay? Like, you look crazy. Like, I couldn't even have you stand next to them. Like, if everybody had to take their shirt off, you should go home, okay? So I think that sometimes people get fucking beside themselves, and they think that just because I touched you and I'm magic, now you magic too. No, motherfucker, you got to be your own magic. I can't I can't do that for you. And I'm tired of reviving all these raggedy motherfucking hoe-ass dudes that after they done ran through, been ran, now they've been ran through, okay? Y'all done been ran through in your 20s and 30s. Now half of y'all can't have fucking kids. You ain't married, ain't got no kids. You're infertile than a motherfucker. You're sick. You got alcoholism issues. And now you want to come back. No, ladies, let me explain something to you. They come back because you were probably the last person that acted like they gave a fuck about them. You endured. And I just said this yesterday. I said, I'm tired of having to exist and endure. I would like to just for one time be able to exist and not have to endure. And I said, and as far as pain goes, no man could put up, could endure as much pain as women do. Y'all ain't built for that. Y'all niggas would have been killed yourselves, the shit that you put us through. You understand what I'm saying? So. For me, you know, in this season of harvest and reaping what we sow, you know, I came to a place where I said, you know what, I'm better off when I'm handling my business, minding my business, being loved on, and giving love in return. I don't do well when I see something that's so fucked up in another person. Listen, and I know it sounds crazy, the cheating shit, I could get over that. Because y'all are just human beings. I could get over that. I, I wish that that's what it was 
in a lot of my relationships, but it's not just that. It's the deceit. It's the lies. It's the embarrassment. Do you know how y'all motherfuckers really be out here embarrassing these bras? Like, y'all, listen, and one thing I will say, if I ever was, like, fucking with your dude or whatever and I didn't know about you and was fucking with him, whatever, whatever, bitch, you got to admit you wasn't embarrassed. You got to admit I'm a decent broad. You got to admit, like, okay, she bought her money. Okay, she cute. She whatever. You ain't never looked at me. None of you raggedy bitches. None of y'all. Ain't never looked at me and said, oh, the bitch is ugly. Y'all don't call me old, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, bitch, you better be glad it was me and not some of the motherfucking pterodactyl predator looking bitches that, that your, your dude probably was talking to as well. Okay? So like I tell people all the time, at least if you're going to go to the left on me, make me be in good company. Let, let her be all right. Let her have her coins together. Let her be doing what she needs to do. Let her have edges. Do something. But in this particular situation, it wasn't even about cheating. It was about, I just don't understand everything that I'm doing. Now, all of a sudden, you drink wine. Now, all of a sudden, you go into coffee shops. Now, all of a sudden, like, this shit is like, do you want to be like an 18-year-old girl? Like, do you want to be a bad bitch? You want to drink a pumpkin spice latte with me or something? Like, I can't deal with that. I have to be with a like-minded God. I can't be with someone that is a cowardly God. I can't be with someone that is uh, an insensitive God or not compassionate or somebody, a broke God. I can't do that either. Because y'all keep, y'all, y'all always want to quote the, the, the motherfucking 48 laws of power, but y'all don't never quote the part where it says disassociate yourself with the unlucky. Okay. Who you, you know, who you associate with, that, that energy starts rubbing off on you, you know, and then I have to start going back and taking inventory of things, and it's crazy because, you know, I had to ask somebody one time, I said, because um, they were trying to tell me something, I was very confused who the fuck they were talking to, and I said, let me ask you something, I said, what is it that you do for me? Well, I, I call every day and make sure you're okay, I said, no, 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 I, t- t- show me right now what I could put my hands on that's tangible that you have fucking done for me. And then I'll let you have this conversation with me. Because right now I have to be fiercely protective of my space. I just got a, another ghostwriting gig I got to do. We got Raging Reiki is, is going through the roof. If you guys want to go ahead and schedule the appointments for that, you can email me at ragingreiki, R-E-I-K-I, at gmail.com. You know, Zero Fucks Capsule Collection is coming out. We have so much shit. And let me tell you something else. I started an entire business in the last 30 days and didn't even tell my, my people about it. Just because I felt like I felt like if I told this person that they would be like, "Oh well, you know, I was thinking about like like no the fuck you weren't see you you a lot of you people get around people that they be thinking about doing shit or they be fitting to do. I'm not a fit to do person, okay, and I'm not trying to drag this motherfucker through the mud. I'm not trying to because he's he's very sick, you're sick I, what I am trying to do is apologize to myself, you know, for allowing someone to come near me and be in my space that doesn't have as much love for himself as I did for him, you know, and I literally, like, it's different now, like, you know, breakups and things are different when you're older, because it's not always about another woman, that's not really my concern, my concern is, like, motherfucker, I was just sick a minute ago, Okay, cancerous tumors had to, you know, have all that shit removed. Like, was you going to be able to take care of me? You can't even take care of yourself. Like, I can't, I can't do that, you know. Um, and I, and listen, it, each season we learn who's there and who's not. 
You know, I have a motherfucker that literally found out that I was engaged, and then all of a sudden now you don't want to talk to me, which is crazy because, like, the fuck? You, you're, you're in a relationship, so what are you talking about? Why didn't you tell me, bitch? Because it was none of your business. And I personally, at the time, wasn't even sleeping with this person, you know. So it's just, it's, it's all crazy. Men are very territorial, very territorial, and cuffing season is amongst us. So, you know, I was trying to explain to people about cuffing season, but it's weird because it's like the same situation with my bone because it's like in the spring is when cuffing season ends and then you'll see all these relationships start going through it because motherfuckers can't keep their eyes to their self, motherfuckers can't keep their hands to their self, and everybody want to be out, you know, acting a nut-ass fool. So I enjoyed my summer. I enjoyed my time. But death really puts me in a position of are these the people that you want telling your legacy? Like, and I had a conversation with Saladin the other day, and he's like, you know, we have to start fucking with people that they would at least name a park bench after. Like, what, what, what have you done? Fuck you. But, like, what have you done in the community or, or in the world to put your mark on the world that they would at least name a stone after you at a tree or they would name a park bench after you or give you your own day in the city? What have you done? And so if I'm looking at people and I can't see any type of personal accolades or just off-record shit that you've done for other people because you out here struggling to be who you are, which is a bitch, um, I, I don't know that I can continue any type of relationship with anybody that's not even out here trying. You know, and I appreciate the fact that people come to me and they're like, hey, I want to learn about what you learn. And that's another thing. Everybody's like, oh, are you a witch? First of all, I would never say that. First, because I, I, I read books all the time when they were burning us for saying shit like that. You understand what I'm saying? And so those people that are out there that are saying that they are and whatever, whatever, that is awesome. But likely you won't hear me say that I'm a witch. What I am is woke. Okay, what I am is a, a researcher and somebody that makes sure that I'm studying what I'm saying. Like, y'all be running around, oh, Hermes this, Hermes that. You're not even realizing that's like a god of the underworld. Like, you fucking, you people just crack me the fuck up. You running around reading your horoscope. That's not Christian-like. You're following different gods. So it's just like, you know, what, you know when people start talking about religion, I am the religion. I am the church, my own church. And so the number one rule in just anything, be nice. You know, be nice. Be good to people. Because at some point, you're going to have to wait on somebody to be good to you. And so when you're good to people, and it's funny because when the, when the incident happened with, you know, one of my exes showing up at my job, I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, thank God one of my other exes wasn't in here like he used to be because that wouldn't have went well because they would have known who each other were right away just because they're both attractive men, they're both, you know, and neither one of them ain't with the shit. But the difference is, is that you men end up coming back to women because you dogged them the fuck out or you did something to them. We usually, women, don't ever call y'all during cuffing season unless it's just for some, some prime head or just some, some banging back shots. Ain't nobody calling y'all because y'all filthy and y'all do too much. And I just have to say that, like, you know, we're losing our ancestors, you know, at a rapid rate. You know, today's my grandma's birthday. We lost her a few years ago. We lost my mom. We lost my dad. You know, I, you, I'm, we're losing them at a rapid rate. And I just need to make sure that 
I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in the universe so that I can get a park bench named after me. I can get a day named after me. They can use my house for some sort of historical, you know, monument. And so with that being said, you know, I want you guys to think about what makes you have peace and think about what makes you have balance. Because I said some shit this week to some people that literally – like, I shocked myself because it was like the old Denise, but it wasn't. It was, I meant what the fuck I said. I did because I feel like if you're not going to be on this earth to serve your ancestors, to serve your relatives, and to serve your parents, and to serve your children, you shouldn't fucking be here. You should just go. Like, end it. Literally. And that's not me saying that I advocate for suicide, but it just means that then what were you here? You're, you're, every day that you wake up and you're not doing what the fuck you're supposed to be doing by other people, you're literally committing. So you're jumping over a bridge every single fucking day, doing nothing, wasting time, okay? And we see that a lot of us don't have much time. And so I'm going to leave you guys with one of my favorite, favorite songs by IBE, this Brazilian group, and it is called deathless which i think is amazingly appropriate so happy may bond thank you guys for first sticking in there with me and make sure you are following me on instagram at miss.d.scott tell the truth tuesday